Parshas Kiseitzei Tavshin Pei Gimel. I don't believe we've related this over before. We've said this over. If we have, my apologies, but uh, it's Kedai Techazer over. It's, uh, either way, it's a beautiful, beautiful lesson, a beautiful story, a beautiful vart, an understanding at all times of the year, but especially in these days of El. And Parsha, in the beginning, talks about the situation where you fast tire, where the Yidin are at war, B'nai Israel is fighting, uh, they're at war, and what would commonly happen then was that the enemy would put things to distract the soldiers, especially at the front lines, so that they could throw them off and uh, try to weaken them and distract them. Now, there was different ways of doing things like that, doing the, to accomplishing that. There's what's common as making a lot of noise, banging in their shields, right? Like we, we saw in last week's Parsha, Rashi talks about the fear that uh, the, the things that were, you know, done by the enemies to make them, you know, make the B'nai Israel or really any soldiers, you know, fear the fear of Malchama. They make a lot of noise. There's the, you know, the sounds and the fog of war, all those types of things were, were things that would uh, distract soldiers. One of the things they also did was they would put these Yifas tires close to the proximity of the front lines and they would, you know, that would be a distraction and would accomplish, you know, you know whatever they tried to accomplish with the, to weaken or distract the, the Yiddish soldiers. And the Parsha talks about it, right? And it talks about what to do in such a situation and the Torah is Medabra Keneged Yitzhara Shaladam. There's a whole process. What has to be done? We won't go into that in depth too much now. But Rabbi Ruchim goes through this parsha, and he talks about it. Happens to be in where he talks about Vasasas Tzipana, where the Torah is one of the things. There's a whole program, a whole process that's that has to be done and followed. Um, if if uh, one of the soldiers of B'nai Israel wants to go ahead and keep the Sifas Ter as a wife, and there's a whole process that has to be followed. And, uh, you know, all these types of things. It has to be Megadal, uh, or, or cut her Tzipanayim, and, uh, and there's a whole situation. Anyway, Teich Dvar, Rabbi Rochem, in the Das Torah. So he, in the point in this, in this uh, parasha, in this pasuk, is that you see the lengths with which the Torah goes to try to, um, you know, alleviate this Yetzirah, that uh, soldier of the, that this that this uh, this this soldier of the this uh, this Yiddish soldier has, and to try to minimize the damage, so to speak. And, you know, to, you know, to try to minimize Yisurim and try to, because obviously there's, this is a unique situation. And a unique situation calls for a unique, um, for a unique uh, approach. And that's what the Torah discusses. And Rebbe says it's, it's incredible to see how sensitive the Torah is and try and trying to minimize the damage, or in trying to, you know, sort of minimize the influence that Sifas Ter would have on on this person, 
And which, by the way, we know from the from the parsha previous, you know, we know that obviously all the Yidim were mechayev to participate in Muhammad's but in certain instances, there were to, there were many. Well, there were many. So there are many Yiddish soldiers that went home without even taking part in any of the Muhammad because they were disqualified for various reasons that were outlined in last week's parsha, right? If uh, if me, right, that's what the, uh, the Pasuk says, the Kair Mashiach, or whoever it is, whoever the, the Shaitan makes an announcement and says, whoever is Yarim, uh, whoever is Miyashish Yarachalevov, right, who's scary, the Pasuk says he has to go back home, Miyashish Abonabais, Lechanochish, and Atakarim, Shayirisi Shalai, right, all these types of things that, uh, these things that a person was would be maybe distracted by he had these different opportunities come up um he was building a house or he just gotten had gotten about to get married or he was he just planted a vineyard and he didn't have a chance to harvest it all those types of situations so they're all disqualifications for him from from partaking in the milchama so but really we know as i'll say it's sort of to distract from the main thing the main reason of someone was a yari Right, someone who's who's scared of the aver should be yode. And what is that? Chazal say even aver aver like being mafsik between tilin shal riad and tilin shal rosh. So we're talking about the elite of the elite here, as far as anche, you know, you know, anche yemes and anche, you know, and and, and you know tamimim and tzadikim. We're talking mamish about the 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 elite of the elite of klai. So who partake? Who who actually went out to fight in Muhammad. And even then, there's this whole process of a fast tire. Now, Rabbi says over this this story, which we'll say over, and this is, you know, brings out such an important lesson. He says, we see again, like we said, the importance that the tire, the recognition that the tire gives here to the situation, and the sensitivity, and the process that the tire outlines to combat, you know. <laughs> to combat the situation that this this uh, Yiddish soldier has, this Yitzar that he faces, and how to minimize the Yisurim here. So in that respect, let's say over a Maisa that Rebbe brings down here. It's a fascinating story. It's a, on many levels. It's an insight into who, who we'll see who Inter Bistro Salanter was, who we'll talk about, and it's insight into Anoshim Tzadikim and how people thought and just a uh, just different approach into things and it's a valuable lesson to like we said to the whole year until he says that he was he said he um he said about eight several years before uh, at the time that he was relating this mice he says it was, it was eight years he um um there was a a, a rav from uh, wherever i guess uh, saw a rav that he knew and he came to Hamburg because he had to visit a doctor there. And the doctor was the son of someone who was very close to Bisrael Salanter. However, doesn't say how. But this doctor's father was very close, so this doctor was a Yid. And he was not a Shemr Teremitzvah. But his father was close to Bisrael Salanter. And I guess this Rav, when he, 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 he met this doctor, so I guess he, would, he, he talked to him about it, and he says that the, the doctor had with him many, um, 
letters of of conversations of correspondence that his father had with Rabbi Yisrael Salander, and he he gave it. He gave. I guess he gave them over to this. Uh, uh, he gave this to the Rav, and he 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 brought it to this Rav. Was he brought it to Biruchim to show him what 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 was written? He said it's unbelievable. He said that all these letters were all about this son who became a doctor of this friend of this someone who was close to Bistro Salanter. And he said, in going through the correspondence, he saw that there was letters there about the son who was about 14 or 15 when he unfortunately left the path of Teremitzis. And he went to a, um, a, a Friar school. And the only thing there was, um, I believe in Europe, they used to call it a gymnasium, a gymnasium. Like, that was like a... Uh, you know, some form of advanced learning, of secular learning, and some sort of college or something like that. And um, and basically, in this Freya place, so there wasn't any, any kashras there. And there was only tarvas. And this this child, this kid, was Makbaran Eden kashras, obviously. He was he left the path of Terah Mitzvahs. And Enerbisrael, says that maybe, you know, he he tried to, he said, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe we, he, he spoke to his, this, this person that was close to him, his boy's father, and he said, in, with, throughout the correspondence, it was clear, he's tried to get him to maybe, you know, maybe that, um, m- maybe we can try to work out his eating situation so he shouldn't have to eat tarfas. And maybe we can try to be, <clears throat> you know, maybe not be Isri Dei Raisa. And maybe they can only be Drabonans. And maybe we can get him food that's not, at least, you know, he, at least he should try to be careful not to eat, you know, real Israel Torah. <laughs> and, and then there's all these types of things. Well, maybe we can get him, and in other instances that would come up, or maybe we can, okay, let's, okay, if it's an Israel Drabonan, it's a Chamer Israel Drabonan, maybe it could be something less of an Israel Drabonan that's more Kal. Maybe we can try to, you know, try to minimize the Averis that this this boy was going to be over. And that was what Rabbi Yisrael was helping this father with, and there was these correspondences about it. And the Rabbi says, he says, it's unbelievable to see that the chesed and the, and the and really the year of Rabbi Yisrael, how he tried to help out over here, and he, he was he, he spent time here with with this with this with this fellow and his to help his son and to to you know try to help his son be you know not be over as as many surim as as you know as as possible, and really, he says Rabbi points out a you know a true you said uh, obviously, and he says that. You know, really, in such a situation, say, listen, forget it. Kid is he's gone. You know, do we ever? Are we going to give up hope in, in entirely? You know, maybe one day he'll come back. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but uh, forget it. He can help him. He is where he is. It is what it is. You know, that's tarfus. That's what you're worried about. You know, <laughs> forget it. And here, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter was busy with this this fellow, this you did this friend of his to try to. Help his son, you know, be mamayit and and uh, in his surim and to minimize the damage that was happening, and he didn't give up. And he said, "These are 
and for him, he said, you can tell, and he said, whoever knew Rabbi Yisrael, who Rabbi Yisrael was obviously a Talmud of, so whoever knew Rabbi Yisrael would, would, would know that this was his way, his, his, his yira, his chesed, and how he was so careful about the Rabbanons, but just to try to minimize it, for this was Atzal's Nefashas, right? This is how Rabbi Yisrael viewed the situation, right? And we know, and he says, you know, obviously, Kaddish Baruch Hu, no one like HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the Aynish of Chatayim. And we know how Kaddish Baruch Hu is a Tevi Yashar. Right? And that's like we say, Al-Kain Yer Chatayim Baderch. And even in, in these, even in a schwer amount, in a difficult situation, okay, so at least, you know, we can minimize, we know Chazal say, let's at least minimize the Chil Hashem. Right? And... Right, like the the, the, the the Gemara says in Kedushin, right? Rabbi Loya Zakin says the Gemara's Kedushin Dafmem. He actually brings it earlier. He says, if Meroy Adam Shiyutzim is Garbalov Yedech Almakim Shein Rakirnoi Sayv Yilbeshcharim Iskasescharim Viyasak Kamoshali Bechafetz Bal Yichal Shem Shemayim Befaharsil. The person's up to he's up he's over the line. The person's up to doing aver. There's no coming back from this doing this aver. So at least do it with the with without. Making a chil Hashem Hashem Barabim without making chil Hashem b'farhasia, do that, do that. Minimize the damage. Minimize the damage. More brachas he brings. More brachas called Kariyat Kriyshma Medakt Beisisiyasem Metzanu LeGehenim. He says, do we understand what it means Sichas of Gehenim? Then we can understand what it means Metzanu LeGehenim. Whatever it is, do something. Let's do something. So it, it should. We know that you know that there's. No one, no one is, you know, one is, uh, you know, pure from Avera. At least let's minimize the damage, and that's true. And any time, especially true in our generation, and especially true, and the whole year, and especially true during now. But you know, let's minimize the damage. Let's minimize the damage. Let's 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 do that, right? At least at least do that, at least do that, and you know. We don't know how how chashav that is by the Rebbe Yisrael, but the, we can the we don't we can't imagine how great it is even just to minimize damage. That's not what we should settle for, but at least we should do that. And but from this story, we can see what the, the effort that Rebbe Yisrael put into you know this lost child who ended up becoming a doctor, but who was a fry doctor now, but he. The, the effort that Rabbi Yisrael put in and the time, which was, in, you know, priceless of Rabbi Yisrael's time, to put into, uh, you know, to try to spare something, spare some ancient, spare some, some you know, ch- you know, chomer, ch- some, sorry, some chomerkite, some, some seriousness of the avers that this boy was nishal in, and the lengths that he went to do, we can only imagine we can have some sort of a glimpse as to the chashivas that the Rabbi you know, Kalbachayim and Kaviyachal has into, you know, into minimizing the damage and minimizing the sort. And it's a, it's a valuable lesson into the, the, you know, the, 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 chaymer, the, the extensiveness and the, seriousness of Yisurim, but it's also a chizik into, you know, how we should act and how we should approach these Kisait Salah Muhammad, these are times of war, right? and especially in these Darius, these are times of the generations, past couple of generations, generations are times of war, in times of Ruchnistik of war, and in times of Ruchnistik of war, 
it's emergency medicine. It's a uh, it's battleground medicine, right? There's, uh, not always do we have the ability to come out unscathed. But you gotta gotta do whatever you can to minimize the damage. Like Sivak Simitava.